You're listening to Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Podcast. Yes, sir, people, the time of the evening where we join our very own uh, Molana Salim. And alhamdulillah, the topic is the love of this world is a source of misery. And uh, people, you know, and we also know other anecdotes that says the worst of money spent is money that is spent on sand and stones. Molana Salim Karim. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Jazakallah khair for joining us on the platforms of uh, uh, Marqa Sahaba, the voice of the Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'ah. Your Mubarak voice is being heard throughout the globe. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala keep it, preserve it, and may it be documented that even one day it will be played in Firdos. Molana, how are you doing this beautiful evening? Walaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu shafat bai ahlan wa sahlan wa marhaban to you in this, on this beautiful evening. And how wonderful it is that, you know, when babies need to go and sleep, shafat bai, our mothers used to sing a lullaby. So that inshallah, it will soothe the mind and the heart and they fall asleep peacefully. So to do the same thing. That after a hard day of work, traveling, working, sacrificing, we want to see here some beautiful kalam of Rabbul Alameen, Rahmatul Lil Alameen, inshallah, so that when we go to bed, we go with our iman enriched. And if Khudana Khasta, we don't wake up tomorrow morning, at least the last few words that we heard was all Allah, all Rasulullah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So Alhamdulillah illadhi bi ni'matihi tatim musalihat. And the topic of discussion this evening is love for this dunya. What has happened? What's the pros and cons? What are the advantages and disadvantages? Because anyway, Allah created this dunya, dunya for us. Inna dunya khuliqat lakum. وَإِنَّكُمْ خُلِقْتُمْ لِلْآخِرَةِ أو كَمَا قَالَ النَّبِيُّ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ This dunya is not as bad as how we project it and how we speak about it. Yes, that dunya which engulfs your heart and distracts you from the ibadat and love of Allah. اَيَ اللَّهُ جَيْ دُنْيَا دَيْدُوا لِكِمْ دُنْيَا كِي مُحَبَّتْ مَدْ دَيْنَا That's the dua of our Kabirin. Allah grant us the beauty of this dunya, the wealth of this dunya. Amani Ghani radiallahu ta'ala, beautiful title, Ghani. He was so rich. Allah ta'ala had given him wealth. Hadrat Abdurrahman ibn Auf radiallahu ta'ala, when he made hijrat and came to Medina, he had nothing. Absolutely nothing. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam paid him up with the Ansari sahabi. And you know, brotherhood, unity, sharing and caring. If there is ever an example in the world of total unity, love, and what sharing and caring is about, is this beautiful gesture of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The muhajirs left everything, their wealth, their businesses, whatever they owned, they left it behind. And they made this beautiful historic journey till the day of Qiyamah. It will be recorded in the Quran and Hadith of this great journey and this great trek from Makkah to Medina to Munawwara. So they left everything behind. Rasulullah paid Hazrat Abdurrahman with another Ansari Sahabi. So he said to that Ansari Sahabi, that see, I don't want anything. Just give me a few dirhams. 
I'm a businessman by nature. I'll go into the bazaars of Medina and I will conduct my business. And inshallah, Allah Ta'ala will grant his favor to me. And mashallah, a time came in his life, Allah had given him so much of wealth that he was cutting gold bars in front of Masjid al-Nabawi and giving out his zakah. Because in those days, money was in the form of gold and, and silver. So the point what I'm saying, Shafat Bhai, that to have wealth in this dunya, Allah Ta'ala must give you tawfiq. Because there's only two people that you're supposed to be jealous about. And you can say, you know what, I envy two persons. And jealousy is worse. Because what you are actually saying that Allah, you are not fair in your distribution. Why you gave to that person more than you gave to me? Oh Allah, why you deprived me and gave that person? That is haram. Oh Allah, whatever he has and whatever he possesses, Allah destroyed. That is hasad and haram. You want a peaceful life, Shafat Bhai? Ji, hasad karna chordo. One, if you really want peace, one is, alhamdulillah, tilawat quran and dhikrullah. And thirdly, Allah gives you a pious wife. وَمِنْ آيَاتِهِ أَنْ خَلَقَ لَكُمْ مِنْ أَنفُسِكُمْ أَزْوَاجًا لِتَسْكُنُوا إِلَيْهَا One of Allah's great signs that He created you in pairs. And He gave you a wife through the beautiful institute of marriage. When you marry, لِتَسْكُنُوا إِلَيْهَا You must achieve your final goal and that is sukoon. وَجَعَلَ بَيْنَكُمْ مَوَدَّةً وَرَحْمًا and in all age, Allah Ta'ala talks about mercy and kindness and inshallah khidmat. So, to have wealth in this dunya, it's a ni'mat from Allah and Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Ad-dunya kulluha mata'a wa khayru mata'i dunya al-mar'atu al-saliha. This whole world is like an asset, it's of benefit. But the greatest asset and benefit is when Allah gives you a pious wife. So on the other side, Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Hubbu dunya ra'su kullu khatiyatin. Love for this dunya, extreme love for this dunya, ra'su kullu khatiyatin, is the root of all evil. And we can see what wealth has done. Firaun had wealth, Haman had wealth, Namrud had wealth. They bragged about their wealth and Allah destroyed them. Look at it. Salam uspar. Allahu Akbar. Look at the shan of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Salam uspar. Jisne galiya sunkar duaye di. Salam uspar. Jisne badshahi fakiri me ki. Allahu Akbar. Salam uspar. Jisne bhooko ko khana khilaya. Salam uspar. Jisne buro ko apna kaha. Allahu Akbar, Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina wa Nabiyyina wa Mawlana Muhammadin wa Barik wa Sallim. So respected brothers, Allah has given you wealth, then use it for what Allah has given it to you for. So there's only two people that Shariah says you can be envious of. Number one, Rajulun atahu Allahul Maal. He's a person who Allah has given wealth. Subhanallah. You can just see the wealth. He is like drowning in wealth. But, He spends it in the path of Allah. He spends it day and night in the path of Allah. You can be envious and say, Allah, give me that type of wealth. 
and give me the ability to do what that brother is doing. You gave him so much of wealth, and day and night he's spending it in your park. Allah, make me like that person. And number two, Rajulun Atahullahul Quran is the person who Allah has given the gift of the Quran. You don't have to be a Hafizul Quran, but there are so many of our parents, mothers, sisters, brothers, Alhamdulillah. Day and night, their hobby is reading Quran. Not like what you and I are doing nowadays, Shafat Bhai. See, every minute is a cell phone in my hand. Before there was a zamana, we had Quran and Pansura in our hand. After Fajr Namaz, one solid hour. Gee, it was the duty of every child to read Quran, make zikr of Allah. But the first thing we get up in the morning or the middle of the night, I'm grabbing for my phone. And Shafat Bhai, I want to show you this beautiful incident. Inshallah. You know, as we get older, our hearing capacity gets a bit less. We can't hear so well. Or we can't see so well also. So there was a person, mashallah, he had a very, very pious wife. He loved her. And one night they were asleep. And there's a message that comes through on the phone of his wife. So this husband is so shocked that my wife and this part of the night, who is messaging my wife? And what he saw, first of all, his eyesight is not good. He just woke up from his sleep. And in what he reads on the screen is beautiful. So he got so angry, he woke his wife up and said, who is this person? who's messaging you this part of the morning and writing here, beautiful. It shook her. Because it was beyond his imagination, somebody could send a message to his wife. So the wife got angry. She said to him, for Allah's sake, why don't you put your glasses on and why don't you look properly? It's not beautiful. It is the battery is full. Yes, <laughs> the battery is full. It's not beautiful written here. Pagal hotum. So, coming back to my point, Shafat Allah Pak has given us the wealth of this dunya, but the best asset that Allah can give to you is a pious wife. So, Rabbana atina fi dunya hasana. This dua that we read every day, Rabbana atina fi dunya hasana. And, oh Allah, give us hasana fi dunya. What is hasana fi dunya, Shafat one? Is uh, number one, Allah gives you a pious wife, Imratun Salih. Number two, Auladun Abrar. Allah gives you pious children. Allah Ta'ala give you ilme nafi. Allah Ta'ala give you riske hala. Allah Ta'ala give you the understanding of the Quran. Allah Ta'ala protect you from hasideen and fitteen. Subhanallah. Rabbana atina fi dunya hasana. So, ad-dunya mazriyatul akhira. Allahu Akbar. Look at this beautiful hadith. Shafat you know, when you are a farmer and you have hectares of land and it's been cultivated and you have the best of vegetation, mashallah, you are a game farmer or you're a cattle farmer. Hina turihuna wa hina tasrahun. You know, the most happiest moment for a farmer, Shafat Bhai, is in the morning when those animals leave and they walk in single file and they go to the felt to eat and graze. And in the evening, before Maghrib, you find them walking in single file and coming back home. 
حين تريحون وحين تسرحون so alhamdulillah shafat bhai allah taala give us the understanding so ad-dunya mazriyatul akhirah allah pak has made this dunya a fertile land and you are at liberty to plant any seed and cultivate it and benefit from it so ad-dunya mazriyatul akhirah allah pak has given you the opportunity to plant good deeds and good amals in this world so that you could inshallah harvest it in the akhirah and stand in front of allah and say rabbul alamin i have nothing else to present today but these are my tuti puti amals allah these are all my helpless useless activities and deeds that i did bari taala the aapke khazane mein koi kami nahi hai allah in your treasury there is nothing that is less rabbul alamin for all its shortcoming allah accept my humble efforts so ad dunya mazriyatul akhirah allah gave you and me an opportunity to plant our seeds cultivate good deeds do you know how you going to beg allah on the day of qiyamah shafaat bhai to ask allah to send you back in this world just to say subhanallah rasulullah said plant your trees yeah in jannat so sahaba ikram said how is it possible ya rasulullah we all love gardening Yes, now it's winter. It's going to be over. It's going to be autumn and spring. We all will be busy in our beautiful gardens. See, we plant the best of flowers and best of fruit, whatever it is. So Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam said to the Sahaba Ikram, "Why don't you plant beautiful trees in Jannat?" So they asked Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam, "Kya Rasulullah? What do you mean by that?" For my key, every Subhanallah, every Alhamdulillah, every Allahu Akbar. you are planting beautiful trees in jannat and you will harvest them and you will see the reward of it in the akhirah so ad dunya mazriyatul akhirah on the other side if you make dunya your maqsad and you make it your sole purpose i just want dunya wealth after wealth one valley of wealth you not satisfied you want the next shop you not satisfied you want the third shop you not satisfied you want the whole world Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam warned us the only thing that can fill the belly of Ibn Adam is the sand of the Qabr it closes and running behind this dunya so let's look at the other side of the hadith Rasulullah said ad-dunya jifatun wa taribuha kilab this dunya is like a rotten place a dumb site and scavengers where do you find them you find dogs and animals looking for food and pieces of food to eat ji So, a dunya jifatun. If you make this dunya your sole maksad and purpose, then look at the description. A dunya jifatun. Who wants to go to a dump site, a refuse site where everything is decaying and rotting and stinking and stenching, disease upon disease? And who do you find there? Scavengers. You find dogs, wild dogs, wild animals for searching for food. What a description Rasulullah gave. So it's left up to you. A insan, a shama, a shama, shafat bhai. As you know, shama means you know when you light a candle and you see that beautiful flame. A shama, teri umre tabhi ek raat ki hai. O flame, your lifespan is just for one night. Chai haskar guzar do, ya rokar guzar do. Ya apki marzi hai. Your life and my life is just another one more day Allah will give us. So it's up to you and me. Either we have fun, enjoyment, 
and have all the vices that you want to do or you want to sit in solace and cry to Allah begging him for forgiveness ye aapki marzi hai pasand apna apna nazar apni apni as you say shafaat by what you like maybe not necessary what i would like to pasand apna apna याद करने वाला कोई ना हो There's no one to remember you. Allahu Akbar. Always leave behind a legacy. Ji, Chair ne kaha zindagi ka sabse tinti lamha. The most precious moment in your life is when, jab koi aap ko kehta hai, when somebody addresses you and says, "I know your father. He is a great man." Allahu Akbar. Shafat, by how many times we get this compliment from people that we knew your father, we knew your mother. Mm. What a wonderful person! What a personality! To farmai zindagi ka sabse tinti lama. The most beautiful moment in your life is jab koi aap ko kehta hai when somebody says to you, "I know your father. He is a great man." Allahu Akbar. Allah Taala grant our parents jannatul firdaus. Allah give them a long life. Amen. they gave us alhamdulillah tawfeeq to be good children so it's our duty to remember them in our duas day and night and make a lot of isali sawab wa akhiru da'wana alhamdulillahi rabbil alamin molana absolutely brilliant indeed your nasiha really uh, resonates as i said uh, brilliantly with all our listeners and also i truly truly enjoy you and you know there's a, perhaps a, a few thoughts uh, that have uh, run through the mind is uh, those people even if you tell them the love of this world is a source of misery and you keep on telling them you know what focus on allah subhanahu wa taala and i think uh, you gave us a uh, uh, food for thought in that uh, that you know when you make uh, parda when you gone on to the other side you'll beg the angel to come on this side j- just to say one subhanallah but the the, the fact is uh, molana that we are surrounded uh, by so many of our friends that you know you can see them diving into the deep end of the dunya and you know when you start uh, telling them you know what cool it and they say you know what i'm making a statement how do you respond to that when they say no i'm making a statement uh, molana you see there's a beautiful hadith or oh, let's go back to surah takasur summa latusalunna yawma yadin anil naim on the day of kiamat allah is going to ask you for accountability for every bounty and the, the poor who don't have much they will enter jannah 500 years before the rich for the simple reason shafaat by plain simple example we walk into a supermarket you have a normal till and you have an express till and they tell you if you got five items five items go through the express till and if you got a whole trolley you wait in the queue and your turn comes it takes a long time it's frustrating i cannot stand in a queue shafaat by really i i don't have the patience for that but i'm just telling you that nabi kareem sallallahu alaihi wasallam said ji that the poor will enter jannah 500 years before the rich 
The Sahaba Ikram asked the reason why, Ya Rasulullah. Because we're reading namaz, they're reading namaz, they're going for hajj, we're doing that. So why must they be given preference? Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam responded that they have wealth. Allah is going to ask you how you earned it, where you earned it, where you spent it, and on whom you spent it. It's a long question and answer session. So it's going to delay your entry into Jannah. That's why Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, when he passed away, nothing left behind of this dunya. The last two, three dirhams Rasulullah had, somebody had given it to him for distribution. He called Hazrat Aisha and said, before Allah takes me away, this is an amanat, take this dirhams and give it to the poor. Rasulullah left this dunya without anything. And the Ambiyas and the Prophets of Allah do not leave behind inheritance. Allahu Akbar. This is a hadith of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. We the Anbiya, we do not inherit and nor do we give inheritance to anybody. Allahu Akbar. Their inheritance was Quran and Allah and Tawheed. So may Allah Ta'ala give us Tawheed. Shafat bhai. Fakhar matkaro. You know, if wealth was so good, wal-akhiratu khayrun wa abqa. Allah Pak says the akhirat. And wallahi, Shafat bhai. You know, we beg Allah in this dunya. Allah, give me a mansion. Allah, give me a Rolls Royce. Allah, give me the best of best of best. See? But when you're going to see the sawab of what you asked Allah and you didn't receive it in this world, you are going to see it in the akhirat. You are going to definitely say to Allah, Oh Allah, I wish not a single dua of mine was accepted in the dunya and all of it be accepted here for what I see you are giving to me. Allah, I wish not a single dua of mine was accepted in the dunya. So you can't compare this dunya. Ye dunya fani hai. This is going to perish. This wealth, this house, you're leaving it behind. Somebody asked Hadad Ali radiallahu ta'ala shafat bhai, what is nikah? When you make the wrong choice, what happens? Firstly, nikah, shururu shahreen. Ek mehne ki khusi hoti hai. Honeymoon, subhanallah. I just want to define this word honeymoon, Shafat, but maybe the next topic, what is this honeymoon that our couples go for? We're supposed to sitting two rakat namaz and thanking Allah for the gifts, but we are jetting off to United States and Maldives Islands and I don't know where, jaha, gunahi gunahi. Ji? So Allah Ta'ala protects the Shafat, but. So Ali radiallahu ta'ala said, sururu shahreen, ek meine ke liye khushi hoti hai, phir, usuru zahreen, you have to go and work now, your back will break now. You have to go and earn and support your wife. And then if you've got the wrong partner and the wrong choice, then for the rest of your life, it is sadness, grief, and taklif. And then finally, you leave this dunya unhappy and you, your end of the journey is in the cover. So Allah give us tawfiq to choose the right partners and Allah give us pious children. Alhamdulillah, absolutely brilliant there, Molana. And, uh, you know, uh, perhaps one more question and I'm recalling the friend of mine that keeps on telling me, I said, hey, but you know, you're changing tiles every six months in the in the house. So what's wrong with you? I nearly give his name just now. But then he said, kya karna, kya karna, chef? Ye to bibi ka marzi hai, me kar raha hai. Now what happens if you, uh, you know, acumens in silence like that uh, to... Perhaps something that is, uh, you know, Sharia not uh, not Sunnah compliant, uh, Molana. La ta'ata li makhlukin fi masiyatil khaliq. There is no obedience to any human being. Be it your ustad, be it your wife, be it your peer, be whoever it is. In the disobedience of Allah. Straight jacket answer. 
No obedience to any human being, irrespective of his or her status, in the disobedience of Allah. You know, a true test of a wife is in the moment when you don't have one cent in your pocket, you see, when you have the wages and you have all the luxury, you gave her the credit card, you gave her everything. She is, mashallah, enjoying it. But the day when you lose your job, and you saw exactly in the last two years, through COVID, Alhamdulillah, what happened? Great test from Allah. We lost our job, we lost everything, our homes, cars repossessed, homes repossessed, no food. Now where is the wife? Now she says, no, I don't want to stay married with you. A real wife is when you don't have a cent. And she says, please, my dear husband, don't be sorrowful. I am here. I'll sell my jewelry. I'll sell everything. But I do not want to see tears in your eyes. That's a true wife. You want to test your wife? Not only when you got money, mashallah, they make big, big demands. No. Live a simple life. Rasulullah said, live a simple life. So that tomorrow, if you don't have it, Alhamdulillah, I am used to it. See, all of us, our humble beginning, Shafat Bhai, we only had one pants and one shirt in those zamana. One pair of shoes to that thing and also had some aloos underneath. We should put a piece of cardboard and go to school. Today I've got 10 pairs, 20 pairs of shoes in my house. Never ever forget your humble beginnings and make shukar to Allah Ta'ala for whatever He's given to us. I tell you, Molana, what a lovely nasiya. And that last thing was don't obey anyone besides Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And you know what? It was like a knockout punch. I don't know, Ladysmith, did they have a box of the Maxwell Malinga or the Newcastle um, Ladysmith? I don't know. But that was a knockout punch, Molana. And you know what? Off the cuff, people, I can tell you, Molana and I plan nothing. He's just inspired by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Your parting words before I let you go, Molana. Allahu Akbar. You know, sari dunya ko jitne wale. You know, Shafat Bhai, we are in a position that we can win any match. You know, you can be a wrestler, you can be a boxer, you can be a top businessman. You are strong, energetic, no one can shake you. Lekin apne bachyo se haar jata hai. When it comes to our children, we lose and we just become weak. Because now, now they're no more in our hands. They have disappointed us. With all that strength and energy and name and fame. Ji, so beautifully said, Sari dunya ku jeetne wale. We are, mashallah, embrace the whole world. Everyone respects us for who we are, for our power, our monies, our strategies. Apne bachyo se haar jata hai. But when it comes to our children, Allah, we fail hopelessly. So maybe Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq, inshallah. So I ended with this beautiful saying. How is someone going to love you, Shafat Bhai? How is someone going to love you when they, when they don't even love the one that created you? Love Akbar. How is someone going to love you when they don't even love the one that created you? And that is your Malik and your Rabb and your Creator. They don't love Allah, so how are they going to love you? May Allah Ta'ala give us the true love for Rabbul Alameen. Love Allah the most. 
When you love somebody, you're obedient to that person. And let's, uh, now since we spoke about this thing, dua for a mayyat with no one. There are so many of our foreign brothers, Sapadbai, they came to this country to make a living. No family members, they pass on. What dua must you make for them? Allahumma khfirli kulli mayyitin. La yajidu mayyad hulahu. Allahumma khfirli kulli mayyitin. Oh Allah, forgive every dead person who finds no one to pray for him. Allahumma khfirli kulli mayyitin. La yajidu mayyad hulahu. There are thousands and hundreds of brothers. We go to a foreign country, no husband, no wife, no family. Nobody knows you. What a beautiful dua. Oh Allah, forgive every deceased person who finds no one to pray for him. Yes, sir. Jazakallah khair for that, uh, Maulana Salim Karim. We'll have to end it off there. Time has caught up with us. And assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Yes, and also uh, thanking uh, Lukalo for doing a brilliant engineering uh, this evening. Make sure, keep it locked on to uh, Marcus Sahaba for beautiful programming and a lot of uh, interesting topics coming through from the team and I till we meet you again. Uh, we bid you. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.